1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: This is the official radio home of the Chicago Cubs. Listen to every game here on Sports Radio 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. It's got a chance!
3: Cubs win!
2: Live from the Hyundai Studios. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. We are WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. an Odyssey Station. The
3: Score! score! You know, I, I was I was chatting with Ian hat before the game and I go tell me what it's like, man. Why do I feel like and I said it in the open when we started talking. He's going to be an all star this year. I just it's still there. He's comfortable out there in left field. I, I mean, I'm like, well, tell me what the spring training has been about for you. I know you had the elbow. You, you've had to get a lot of at bats lately to catch up. He goes, I'm 27 now. And I'm like, OK. And he goes, when I got to the big leagues, I was 22. And there was a guy named Anthony Rizzo who kind of took me under his wing. He was 27 then. He goes, now that I'm 27, he goes, Brennan Davis shows up, and he's 22. And I'm all of a sudden going, hey, hey, you got to pass it on down. Those things that Rizzo and, and some of the other guys did for you, it's your turn to do for them. And he was excited about it.
1: And Ian Hap better be careful that Brandon Davis doesn't take his job, too. You know what I'm saying? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome into Score Overnight. I'm Mark Grody on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The Score. It'd be great if Ian Hap was an all-star. If he picks up where he left off last year. I'd I would like to hear from Rick Sutcliffe, from whom you just heard right there. I'd sure like to hear what what it is beyond. It's all still there. He's still he's still there. He's still a baseball player. Beyond that, why he thinks he and is going to be an all star. I hey, be great. Let's you know? uh.
0: There's something this, this just reminded me. Uh, a couple shows ago, we were doing the Cubs lineup. We should do that later. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah so let's, let's try that again. Yeah, let's do that Think again. Another. We could do that in the Sox lineup if we want, maybe.
1: Okay, all right. No, that's a great idea. We should, well, yeah, I was thinking about that yesterday, actually, because I I remember taking a shot at that the other night, way too deep into the overnight, and it <laughs> yeah, just yeah. didn't work out. I, I got, like, through seven guys. It. Yeah, right? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I got through seven guys, and I realized I hadn't put Wilson Contreras in the lineup. Wait a <laughs> minute. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking it's so smart. I'm like, let's go with Nick Magic. Well, he's the hitting top, a three-run
0: and... home run today, man. He's going to do it for yeah. the 8 hole.
1: All right, so let's put Nick Madrigal third then. Let's have him bat third. So <laughs> I love to some, that. To so, yeah, and then we'll attempt to do. You know, it's so funny because lineups once upon a time ago used to be easy to put together. You know, you put the you put your your little guys up front, and then the big boppers. You know, towards the end, and then your bad hitters at the end. It doesn't the it doesn't exactly work that easily anymore. Right. And that, that's a semi recent revelation. Lineup
0: too. construction wasn't like a thing you worried about. You just put your best guy third and a couple fast dudes and front of them and figured it out exactly
1: you knew you knew where the power was coming from you knew where the the speed and the scrap was coming from and that was at the top and it just baseball in 2022 and really for the last 10 years or so when it comes to lineup construction maybe not even 10 years but you know getting close to that where you can put you know Kyle Schwarber as your leadoff man or Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo occasionally but you know or and your best hitter now you talk to baseball people and sometimes your best hitter is your number two hitter now as opposed to the number three hitter or and really it's amazing how much Being the cleanup hitter, while that's still a really nice place to hit, it's not what it once was. Like, that's your dude, man. That's where you put your your muscle, is your cleanup hitter. It's really not that anymore. Now it's like put your muscle at number two and three. And if you got muscle, put them in, have them lead off too. So it's it's interesting the way that's changed. So we will attempt to construct Cubs and White Sox lineups later. That is the voice of Sean Sears. He is the executive producer of Score Overnight. I am Mark Grody, the host of Score Overnight, and we are both taking your calls here at 312-644-6767, talking about, amongst other things, the Bulls who got blasted again every... Every day is the same thing for the Chicago Bulls. It's a nine-inch nail song. The Bulls lose to Boston 117-94. to I'll just say two things to summarize this game. Boston made 17 threes, the Bulls 17 turnovers. The Cubs host the Brewers today in their season opener. Kyle Hendricks against Corbin Burns. Activities going on on the score all day long today. And the White Sox will be at Detroit on on Friday at 12:10 that's tomorrow for their season opener. Tiger Woods does plan to play in the Masters. All has checked out in his practice round yesterday and the Masters begins this morning. He has a 10:34 tee time. They call that a Tiger time. And the Blackhawks they're going to cut most season ticket prices and they will host the Seattle Kraken tonight. So that always brings back fond grober memories. Back to the phones we go. Giovanni in Aurora. What's up, Giovanni? How are you?
4: Hey, what's going on? I uh, just want to know how you uh, are liking the new gig. Are you used to it yet or what?
1: Getting better. I'm getting better at getting used to it, like in, in every aspect of it. I mean, most of the trick is lifestyle beyond actually doing the show you know what i mean like sleeping and getting up and no like it's actually like it's starting to click a little bit better i'm starting to figure out even how to do the show you know doing a five-hour solo show so it's yeah it's starting to kick in a little bit better is it, it does it feel normal yet no not yet but it's getting better so thanks for asking giovanni
4: I'm actually covering for a guy this week. I'm doing the night shift. I'm on my way home right now. I'm running on Monster and 5-Hour
0: Energies. (laughs) You know what's funny you say that,
1: Giovanni? I just did. I just pressed the button. And when I say that, when I say press the button, I've got coffee on standby, and I try not to cook a fresh pot on the overnight, but I press the button, and I have myself a fresh pot of coffee. That's one thing i got to figure out. But you know what, man? If you need a boost, you need a boost.
4: Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm going way off topic here. I know opening day and everything, and no, it's playoff, okay, man.
1: You can go wherever you want to go, Giovanni.
4: But you're the you're the Bears guy, so I want to know what you want the Bears to draft, and I want to know what you think the Bears should draft or grab in free agency.
1: Okay, okay. Um, I would say that in the with their two second round picks. Definitely, definitely one of those guys has got to be a wide receiver. So, one of those second-round picks, wide receiver. I, I would like to see them with their other second-round pick. I would definitely like to see them take a defensive lineman. I really would. I like to, they, a three-technique type of guy with the, with the swing and miss on Larry Joby. And I know they, they've signed Justin Jones, and he seems fine. But I think you know, with Bilal Nichols gone, you need to fortify that. So that's what I, I would like to see with the big with the big heavy picks in the second round. And then as far as free agency is concerned, I don't know if there's really anything else out there that moves me in particular just because that the the big dogs have been taken off the board right now. and so now it's down to the guys that he's been picking up, like the Justin Jones and uh, El Khadid, Muhammad, and Nick Morrow and Trevor Simeon. So I just don't know that there's a lot of fixings left in the in free agency. So that's what I'm looking at right now for for the draft. Does that does that do it for you, Giovanni? Or do you disagree with that?
4: Uh, yeah, pretty much is how I feel. But the defensive line draft pick. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I yeah, a, lot of, people, a joke, lot of people. A yeah. lot of people say. A lot of people say offensive line for that other second round pick, but I go D line.
4: Yeah, I can hear it right now. Chicago Bears, at the blah 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 pick draft uh, defensive lineman out of Tulane or something <laughs> crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. everyone's
4: going to be freaking out the next day on the radio, and it's going to be awesome.
1: <laughs> right, right. Who knows? Who knows, man? Well, I also, I'll tell you this, man. Like I am, like with every step that we've taken with the Bears' new GM, Ryan Poles, I've been interesting to just get a feel of the, of the way he does business. And we've gotten some clues as to how he does business and what he thinks. And we know that he thinks the offensive line needs a, you know, a new face to it, a facelift, a an attitude lift for sure. So we've seen that in him. But other than that, it's really hard to know exactly what he values at this point. And the draft will start to really tell us that.
4: Yeah. I say draft receivers cuz receivers are all over in college now. They and are they pick up some veteran, you know, I don't know, maybe early 30, late 20s offensive linemen.
1: I think that's a pretty sound idea right there. There's there's names out there that we you and I probably don't even know offensive, I'm positive there are, that will come on through, and guys that will eventually get cut, that will, I mean, they will be scouring every possible player when it comes to the offensive line because that that is their commitment. They know that if you are going to develop this quarterback, Justin Fields, It obsessively starts with the offensive line and protecting this guy, which obviously right from the beginning and the nine sacks that he endured in Cleveland on September 26th, we saw Justin Fields get knocked down and crushed and killed and demoralized.
4: Yeah, the Cleveland
1: game, that was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, it got better. It got better. It got better the next week against Detroit. But it it just, like, you just need, like, if you're going to develop a guy, you can't have Justin Fields wondering if he's going to be protected on a play. Yes, Justin Fields got a ton to work on. I don't think he's close to being a finished product, but you certainly don't want there to be excuses about his play because of the people around him.
4: Right. Let's hope our head coach isn't as egotistical
1: as Maggie was. Turns out, you know, that is true. He wanted it his way. Thank you so much for the call, Giovanni. I hope that you get home safely, my friend, and uh, keep drinking that Monster Energy. The only problem with the, the, the Monster Energy or the pot-o-coffee, which I just started percolating – actually, it's finished. I, I, I lied. I just took a sip out of it – is that, in my case, I don't have a problem. I usually could sleep through coffee. Like, that doesn't really – it's bursts of stimulation for me. So once I stop drinking it, like 10 minutes later, my brain readjusts. It's just the fact that when you drink a lot of coffee, then you need to get up and go to the bathroom, which could be very disturbing or upsetting when you're trying to sleep after doing a five-hour morning show. But good style, man. I always like talking about the Bears, and that's the beauty of Score Overnight. Yeah, we've been laying some stuff out there. But if you guys want to talk about the Bears and what you guys – because the draft is coming, man. It's coming. End of this month, we'll be – It'll be, you know, it'll be a bears jamboree of draft and the talk that comes after it. And I am fascinated what they will do if they will expand their the six picks that they have right now. And what will they do with those two second rounders? I mean, I don't know. I told you what I would like to see them do. I would like a wide receiver and a defensive lineman. But they could be thinking, like a lot of people, they could be thinking the, go get another offensive lineman right there. Could they be thinking cornerback? You know, Jalen Johnson needs a buddy. So that's that's definitely on the table. I mean, if you were to go and get a really good cornerback in the second round to pair with Jalen Johnson, that's that's pretty good, you know. Um, I don't think that they would take a safety in the second round, but I don't know what they think about Eddie Jackson. And, you know, Ed, Ed, is, is Deshaun Gibson coming back? Eddie Jackson needs a partner in the Bears secondary. So, so many things, so many things to think about. Maybe they'll, hell, maybe they'll go get a linebacker, you know? I mean, that's a pretty important position in the 43 to go along with Roquan Smith, and I know that they they are high on Nick Morrow, but <laughs> anything is possible. So you could get a pretty good product right there. 3 one 67 67 Tom in Hoffman Estates is on the score. Hello, Tom. Yes. Yeah. Hey Tom, what's Hello. up, buddy? Hi Tom. Yeah, I,
5: you know I enjoyed that conversation so much that you had with that last caller on the, the Bears prospects. Yeah. Let's get a little more specific. I mean, okay. I like maybe uh, the wide receiver is a very key position for the Bears because you know we did not score that consistently, and I really believe we have to improve in that thing. What do you think about David Bell falling to the Bears or the wide mm-hmm. receiver that he had so much success with at Ohio State for that you second round? T- yeah, Chris
1: Olave would be that guy. Um, Correct. And yeah, Chris Olavi did way too good at the combine. That's the problem. Like, he, he he was, like, very impressive. So, unfortunately, Tom, I think Chris Olave will be long gone – before the second round. I, that's what I think well, that, at this point.
5: You know, what I was thinking, too. But, you know, I mean, uh, the whole thing is with the Bears, and I really like to talk Bears, is you've got to make this quarterback feel comfortable. And that was one way to do it, you know, oh, that yeah. he had success with, in college, you know. But well, if that isn't possible, then uh, what do you think about David Bell from oh, David
1: Oh, I love th- I think David Bell is on a list with a few other guys that I'll, I'll throw at you. So David Bell, yes, I like David Bell. I saw him and talked to him at the Combine. Impressive. I also like, like these are all guys that I think could fall to the Bears, including David Bell. Alec Pierce, a wide receiver out of Cincinnati. He's a big kid, 6'2", 208. Um, I don't have his Combine numbers in front of me right now, but um, – He'll, he'll be there. He'll probably be there in the third round, quite frankly, but I just like him. Uh, Last year with Cincinnati, 52 catches, 884 yards, eight touchdowns, big, fast. And he's local, too, actually. I think he was like... I forget where he went to high school, but or, but he grew up around here. Um, And then the other one is, um Tom, I don't know if you've heard of George Pickens. He is a Georgia wide receiver. Big, Man, I another, heard of him. Yeah, another big, fast guy, but he dealt with a torn ACL last year, probably a guy who would have been a first-round pick, now will be a second or third-round pick. Do you want to take a chance on a guy like that who is first-round pedigree that comes in under the understanding that he had a torn ACL? And he is healthy. Another guy that I talked to at the the Combine, and one of the questions that we asked him is, hey, and he, he said, that he be able to play football full force then? And that was in February. So, And that's what guys are going to say. But so I'm excited, like, and, you know, Jahan Dotson, another dude out of Penn State. Uh, we mentioned Chris Olave. I mean, there's lots of possibilities. Like, even if you don't get Chris Olave or Olave, there, there are, you probably are going to get a good product in the second round.
5: Well, that's what I was thinking, too. But, uh, you know, I just, maybe I'm a little partial, but I think David Bell's game at Wrigley Field when Purdue came in against Northwestern. And he looked
1: fantastic in that. Yeah, he's game. good. No, no, he's good. He's he's really good. There's no doubt about it. So I I would like him for sure. I mean, like I said, I put him I put all those guys on the same track. I think any of those guys, Pierce and Bell and Pickens and Dotson they they could all they could all be very helpful and I, who knows i mean this is again this is where we find out what what is Ryan pulls scouting eye what is he really into what does he like what does he want and why does he want it and we're going to find that
5: out well we have to improve the offense mark you know that and uh i mean we were down by the bottom last year so uh i mean well we're picked fifth or sixth from the bottom now there's only one place to go So I think you're on the right track there. But can we touch base with the Cubs opener today?
1: Let's do it, man. Cubs opening up right here on the score today, man. 120, Cubs and the crew. What you got, man? Well, I understand the score is
5: going to be out there today. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, so check me out, man. So from 9 a.m. till noon, Dan Bernstein and Layla Rahimi will be at Gallagher Way. And then Lawrence Holmes going to be at Gallagher way after them from noon until 1245. So they'll, he'll have a truncated version of the Lawrence Holmes show. And then Zach Zabin will have his pregame at at 1245, all leading up to the stars, Pat Hughes and Ron Coomer and Kyle Hendricks will make that first pitch at 120. So that's, yeah, I appreciate you asking that, man.
5: Well, you know, you know, to me, I think, you know, I'm going to be real honest with you. I mean, I'm a Cubs fan, but, uh, this division, to me, and this is my opinion, I think it's the weakest in baseball.
1: Okay,
5: yeah. And the reason why that I say that is is because the Cardinals are obviously, you know, the favorite. Uh, but Milwaukee's got, you know, the more proven starting pitching. But the Cubs are a sneaky team here. I mean, uh, if, with a couple breaks and a couple people have big years, like Cap and uh, the right fielder, things could
1: change. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, there are there are ways for the Cubs to break through this year, but there is nothing conventional in terms of looking at the Cubs roster and figuring out how they would be good this year. You know, it would be a surprise if, you know, Hayward busted out this year. It would be a surprise If you know, Nico Horner was, you know, the great this year. So, and, and quite frankly, even if Schwindel and wisdom had the years that they kind of had last year, it would take something a little bit off kilter. And that happens in baseball. It does happen in baseball, but there, my, I guess my point is Tom, there's, there's no proof on the Cubs roster. When you look around the diamond and in the pitching staff to say they're anything better than third place. Now they're not as bad as Pittsburgh. They are not as bad as Cincinnati, but they, but they, they are not as good as Milwaukee and, and the Cardinals. You know what I'm saying, Tom?
5: Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, on paper, I mean, uh, to me, I think with Pujols going back to St. Louis, you know, they were the favorite last year. I mean, he's going to add something there, and he's very good for the
0: community. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Cardinals God, I forgot are, he was there. <laughs> I forgot he was back there.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's back there, you know, and he's yeah. there for a reason, you know, so... Uh, Yeah, you know, I I don't know, you know, you know, I think uh, the Cubs they gotta hope for a wild card at best, but I'm very optimistic.
1: I appreciate your optimism, man. I appreciate that about you, Tom. You're always optimistic.
5: I have a lot of faith in David Ross. You give him the pieces, he will piece it together. It's gonna take a little bit of time, but uh, I'd rather be in his position than. to be in some of the other positions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey, Tom, thank you so much for the call, as always. Always love hearing from you. And you might be right. I mean, it's possible the Central is the weakest division in baseball, if not the American League Central, with, you know, White Sox and truly everybody else with, you know, Cleveland, Detroit, KC, and Minnesota. Who knows? We know that the AL West is, you know, as we talked about last night, The American League West is weird because you know it's Houston, but at any time the Angels could pounce considering the talent that they have. It is always a bad exercise to count out the A's, even though they gave everybody away in this offseason. It, it and then Texas got better, and who knows about Seattle? So that could actually be like I look at the AL West and say it's Houston and then a bunch of 500 teams. The the NL East is that's a badass division, man. Like in the good way with Atlanta and and the Mets and Philadelphia. You know, never mind Washington and Miami, but they they they, they those three teams are going to crush um, NL West. Oh, man, <laughs> woo. Dodgers Padres San Francisco so I think the two weakest divisions now that I kind of go through this in real time are are both the centrals the American League Central and the National League Central so good call by you Tom 312 644 and Jim and everybody else we will get to you next on score overnight on Chicago Sports Radio 670 the score
2: this is Sports Radio 670 the score Chicago's sports station
1: wisdom hits a
3: high fly ball Deep left field, get out the tape measure. Happy birthday, Patrick Wisdom, a three-run homer. Cubs lead 3 to nothing. Jeez, talk about quick, right?
1: Patrick Wisdom,
3: that's one thing about him.
1: He is a no doubt about her home run hitter. He's got a fast bat. He's got to cut down those strikeouts, man. And I'm sure that that has been... Everything that he has worked on. When you have your little exit meetings, I'm sure they said, "We got to work on a little. Di- You're in great shape. You know your your body is great. There's not a lot of stuff we need to work on you as far as you know getting in shape and all. You're fine. What we're going to need you to do is stop striking out so much. But the guy in uh, last year had a 2.2 WAR, had 28 home runs, 61 RBIs. He had a in, in terms of like traditional numbers, he had a delicious year before the Chicago Cubs. So the, it is fascinating or interesting, intriguing, to think about the possibilities with with somebody like Patrick Wisdom, who is you know he's just starting to starting to you know look. He, he's only this is only his this is he's entering his fifth year of of pro baseball, of major league baseball, I should say. You know, he was with with St. Louis in 2018, the Rangers in 19, and then the you know parts of the last two years with the the Chicago Cubs. But he's he's got to cut down on those strikeouts. I mean, God, look at this. It's he had, (laughs) I mean, just seeing the number. Patrick Wisdom had 153 strikeouts last year. 153 strikeouts in 106 games in 338 at bats and it kind of negates or neutralizes some of the good things that he does when he is striking out at that rate so hopefully and you should hope this if you are a Cubs fan that you know you're not going to get rid of that but cut it down Cut it down just a little bit. Just tone it down. You know, you're at a 10. We need you at about a 5 or a 6. You know, we understand you're going to strike out. You got a big swing. And we like the production. But, nah, got to cut down on the Ks for sure. It's score overnight. I'm Mark Grody at Chicago Sports Radio. 670 the score. It is opening day today for the Cubs. Cubs and Brewers right here on the score today at 120 with the official pregame show with Zach Damon starting at 1245. White Sox go tomorrow. They're at Detroit at 1210 with Lucas Giolito against Eduardo Rodriguez. The Bulls stunk again last night. Every night is the same. Another 117 points rung up on them. They lose to Boston 117-94. to They turned it over 17 times. Boston hit 17 threes. It was a bad look again for the Bulls. And the, the two words that I've been using tonight for the Bulls is wake up wake up it is beyond the point where we need to just break apart and critique everything that wake up like boston comes out it's 13 to 6 it's 26 to 14 and all of a sudden they're down 17 in the first quarter bulls are not ready to play these games and guess what the oppositions are and they are real boston is real the team they played last night is real milwaukee the Bulls are not showing themselves to be real towards the end of the season. 3 2 6 44 67 67 The Blackhawks going to cut most of their season ticket prices. They play the Mighty Kraken tonight, and Tiger Woods plans to play in the Masters, which begins today. Teeth time for Tiger is ten thirty-four. 34 Moe's time on the score in Hampshire. What's going on, Moe? You're on the score. Hello, Moe.
6: Up by saying, you know, congratulations on the Hall of Fame at ISU this weekend.
1: Oh, thank you, Mo. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Thank you.
6: Yeah, you know, so yeah, soak it in and reward yourself and eat the best food that you can eat, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, you
1: know, hey the good all, news we're is, all my, my, of you, man. thank you, Mo. Well, my parents are going to be there, and usually if my parents are in the vicinity, they're real good at making sure the best food is being had. So thank you, Mo. There you
6: go. Yeah, they know your favorite. So, um, yeah, very excited. Opening day. You know, it's like, a, you know, just like you mentioned earlier, you know, surprises, um, surprises in good ways and surprises in bad ways. We don't know what to expect this year. Exactly. Um, you know, I'm Asian-American. And I'm very excited to see how uh, Seiya Suzuki performed this year. I just oh, hope, yeah. I just hope that he doesn't be disappointing, like, uh Kosuke Fukudome (laughs) but Kosuke was really good in that first year Mo that first year and I bought his jersey and I still got it right (laughs) and I don't know what to do with it I don't know what to do with that jersey
1: (laughs) keep it man keep it it'll all you know what I'm sure that if you've worn it you will get attention for it people will smile and they'll be like oh yeah that was kind of fun it didn't quite work out the way we wanted it to the Kosuke Fukudome era but it was fun you know
6: yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Let's just, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And uh and on the bowls, my bowls. Yeah. They suck. Ugh. They suck, man.
1: Not gonna fight you on no, that.
6: No urgency. And the problem I have a little bit with uh Billy Donovan is I hope he changes up his rotation of how he rests um Zach Levine and um Damar. Come playoff time, I hope Billy plays them together literally most of the time. And I just don't like the way he rotates his players, even though it's just regular season. But I just feel like Billy doesn't – I know he's talking to his players, but these players, they're not showing any urgency, you know?
1: Yeah, I think Billy's scrambling. I think he's scrambling right now. He's trying everything. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah. you, know, you got IO's back starting. Patrick Williams has been starting. Last night they did. They tried the twin towers thing with Vucevic and Tristan Thompson in the lineup at the same time. I think he's spinning. I don't know what kind of a motivator Billy Donovan is, but I will say, I'll admit. I mean. Part of what I've been saying is, is wake the hell up, and, and part of that is coaching. So if you want to say, you know, Billy, Billy needs to light a fire into these guys, and maybe he hasn't, I, again, I'm not going to fight you on that either.
6: They're lucky to win one game. It's
1: unbelievable that we're at that point, you know?
6: I know. I was so excited in the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah, Eastern Conference. And now I was like, they're lucky to get a game, lucky to get a game.
1: Oh, dude, do you listen to Mo? There's a segment on the Molly and Haw show called The Five at Five. Where uh-huh. they debate the five topics of the day, and they heard you mentioned about,
6: Dustin. Yeah,
1: yeah, Dustin Rhodes comes on, yeah. and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, I just want them to win one game. And I'm like, what are you? Ta-? I'm like, come on, Dustin, this is this a bit? You know, like, what are you talking? I almost text him, and then, but now, you know, after watching them play last night against Boston, the team that they might play in the first round, and just all these losses, the horrible loss to Milwaukee the night before, and bad loss after bad loss, he's on to something. Like. I'll take a win at this point. Never mind a series. I'll take a win in a game.
6: Yeah, I'll put money down. I'll take the under on the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And you know, it's frustrating, but you know, but you know, it is an improvement from last year. So, yeah, however so... it plays out, however it plays out at the end of this year, yeah, let's watch AK and Mark Eversley. Let's see how they shape up the team for next year, yep. you know what I mean? Yep.
1: I do trust those guys. So, do you trust do you trust those dudes to, to make this team better? I, I mentioned you, you
6: talk them. about that yesterday. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Good. So and uh, yeah man. Also real quick, excited about Tiger. I've been yeah. golfing since I was nine. I'm forty five at, at this time. Been following Tiger all my life. Love the guy as a player. So, you know, he is part Asian. I speak his language, okay. Yeah, um, his mom is Thai, so I speak Thai too. So,
0: oh really? Okay. Um,
6: yeah. So yeah, um, I'm gonna wake up at ten thirty, watch some golf, watch some Cubs if they don't rain out. So tomorrow, exciting day.
1: Sweet, Mo. Thanks for the call. It was a good one, man. I appreciate you. All Thanks right, Mark. For yep. Bears. Yep. Have a good one. Bears. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Yeah, Tiger Woods. His plan is to. I mean, plan is to tee off at ten thirty four. Tiger Woods had a successful practice round yesterday, and we'll see, man. All eyes on on the Tiger, man, and, and the Cubs opening day. God, thank God the Bulls don't have another game. Whew. What's up with the Bulls? Let's see. They host Charlotte on Friday. That, that'd be tomorrow. And then they are at Minnesota on Sunday, and then we'll see. We'll see. who the Bulls play and – how it will play out 312-644-6767 good call from mo let's go to jim in south bend hello jim you're on the score
2: hey mark how you doing
1: great jim how are you
2: pretty good um we we were talking bears Uh, i I just gotta ask uh, i love the way the guy plays but do you get rid of montgomery and what do you get for him (laughs) you have herbert we drafted a new guy and I read an article that Sony Michelle is really cheap, probably on the market. And he's in his next in last next year. You got to pay him.
1: Yeah. You well, know, let me ask you. Let when, me ask you this, you, Jim. Jim, why do you want to trade yeah, David Montgomery?
2: I don't want to. The point is, what can you get for him in draft? Oh, capital?
1: I think at the best a seventh rounder. I mean, at the best, and may, that might even not even be this year. Like it's just. I mean, you just mentioned it. I mean, like you know, r- rattling off. You know a Khalil Herbert, a sixth rounder. You know that that could could step in maybe and play. Or you know Sony Michelle is cheap. I mean that's the whole thing. There's not a lot of value with running backs in 2022, Jim. That that's all I'm saying.
2: Well, well, there's not a lot of value in running backs. Period. And you're gonna you're gonna get rid of them next year for nothing
1: because hmm. yeah. you're not
2: gonna pay them pretty yeah. much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. I, I okay. Know? I see. I see what you're saying. I think that although you're right, it's the position has been devalued in term like literally in terms of finances and on the field. But you still need it still is very, very helpful to have a competent and good running back and still David Montgomery is better than Khalil Herbert. He is better than Sony Michelle at this point. So I think that like you still want that value. And and guess what? A a, a good running back who can you know, get you positive yards running the football and catching the ball out of the backfield is pretty valuable to have with Justin Fields. So I'd be careful about trading David Montgomery unless you could, you know, steal a fifth-round pick from somebody. Then, then I would consider
2: no, I, it. I was looking at draft picks; is all I was looking at. I mean, I love, I love the way the guy plays. He is a hammer. I understand. He does not go down. No, you know what I mean. You're, you're I love right. uh, being a Bears fan forever. I, I grew up watching Walter. The guy does not go down. Yeah. you know but what can you get him was my only big question you know yeah. that i'm i'm looking i'm looking for draft picks cuz we have a bunch of we're going to have a bunch of undrafted free agents on our team this year and it's not going to be pretty until next year and yeah. does, you're
1: right. I mean, I, I see. You, I know the exercise you're doing. You're trying to think about who has value on this team. We know Khalil Mack had value, so they they traded him. The, an interesting one, actually, Jim, to think about is Robert Quinn, because Quinn, although his his contract is a little more complicated in than than he's Max a lot was, of money.
3: Yeah, Yeah, believe it or not,
1: and and so was Mac, but but there are some other complications built into his contract. But one thing that Ryan Pace said, excuse me, that Ryan Pole said that sticks out to me is that when asked about this, and I was not there, so I'm just going on the reporting of my colleagues who were at the the owners meetings, and that was that Ryan Poles when asked about robert quinn and is you know is it possible that he's traded and he said you know not at this time that's not something we're discussing so that doesn't preclude them from trading robert quinn still is what i'm saying i don't think they will but you do have to do the exercise that you're saying who's got value on this team especially the the fact that He's I'm got sorry, value. No, drop. it's okay. That's all good, man. He's got value, and you probably could get something decent, for, like, as far as a draft pick, maybe, you know, a third rounder, maybe even another second rounder for some, like a team that is looking to compete this year who wouldn't want to add Robert Quinn to the team, and what good is, is he going to be on the next great Bears team? Probably not.
2: Yeah. What about Eddie Jackson?
1: <laughs> There's no. I don't know how much value there is with Eddie Jackson. I mean, it obviously, I, I,
2: I don't either. I mean, if he can come back to if he change the old phrase, change his scenery.
1: Yeah, you know, I, 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 anything, oh, Yeah, yeah. No, it's possible. You know? I mean, he, he's got a name. People know him. GMs know him. But they're not stupid. They know that he was great all-pro, pro-bowl in 2018 and then has been a, a considerable slide in production since then. You know, what, what we thought he, he was. Then he got paid. <laughs> well, what, what, well, yeah, I have no idea if that's what it is. But what we thought he was, he is not. And that was a ball hawk. Is he a bad to safety? No, he's a starting safety. But he's not. The special factor seems to have dwindled.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking for draft picks. And I gotta before I gotta let you go, I gotta ask what Dave's doing.
1: Dave is man, Dave right now, Dave the cat, is again yep. he is snuggled in the my medium sized blue suitcase, which is about five feet away from me right now. He's fast asleep, his he's got his paws over his head, over his ears, as if to say, I don't wanna listen to all of this crazy Chicago sports talk, but he's he's so he's he's fast asleep right now, fast asleep.
2: Well, I I, I got my buddies Bruce Wayne and Cheeto bugging me. They were sound asleep until I got on the phone with you, and now they're meowing at me. <laughs> so uh, now they're like, "What? What are you? You're talking to somebody?" Meow, meow, meow. Yeah, yeah, yep,
1: yeah. Yep. That's hilarious. Well, go tend to them, Jim. Go take care of those cats.
2: No okay. problem. Nice talking to you, Mark.
1: All right, buddy. Take care, Jim. Yeah. Hey catchlers unite that's right it's a tra- hey, look it up, man. It's a trendy thing D- back, dudes with cats It's not like it once was, okay The catchlers unite the cats because cats are awesome they're just they're hilarious and they're fun like you just watch cats hey, and and this is not like a cat dog thing. I love dogs like i I would love to add a dog to the family the, to the cat that I have. So this is not that. It's just that cats are pretty cool they're, they really are and they, and they don't they don't um, they're very compatible because um, especially if you don't want to like have to like care for something 24 hours a day, cats sleep about 17 hours a day and when they're up, they're hilarious and they play and you just watch them and they eat and they, they can be very affectionate. So yeah, that is the that is the Dave and Dave on the overall, Although Dave has proven not to be a big fan of um, sports talk radio, he does dig the fact that I'm up all night because I'm at his disposal again. Once he wakes up from his little slumber, oh, the eyes just popped open. He must have known I was talking about him. Once he is up, he will. There will be an expectation during commercials to drag a shoelace around, or throw a ball, or give him some wet food. So. That's the day of the cat report for tonight. 312 644 6767 More of your calls are coming up on Score Overnight on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score.
2: This is Sports Radio 670, The
3: Score, Chicago's sports station. Here's a swing and a miss, strike three, beautiful changeup. Fowler waves at a changeup, doesn't get it. Back-to-back strikeouts for Kyle Hendricks. Swing and a miss. What a start for Hendricks, striking out the side.
1: Oh, yeah. Kyle Hendricks will be the man on the mound for the Chicago Cubs today when they open their season against the Milwaukee Brewers. He will throw the first pitch at 120, and you can hear all 162 right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. It'll be a little cool, maybe a little rain, and two really good pitchers in Kyle Hendricks and Corbin Burns. So... I predicted a 5-2 Cubs win in the opener with a couple of home runs, one of those being Nick Madrigal, the other being Wilson Contreras. I think Yelich is going to go deep for Milwaukee and get them all excited in, in crew town, thinking that he's going to have the magic back after kind of a painful couple of years with the bat and health for Christian Yelich. I mean, that's the, that's the issue for Milwaukee. I mean, I think more people – would probably pick the Brewers to win if they could hit. But their hitting was just painful last year. And they, their rotation is just stellar. I mean, with throwing the, the reigning Cy Young and Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff is just a baller. Willie Peralta is excellent. We know Josh Hader, what he can do out of that bullpen. So... That that those top three guys are going to keep them contending for the postseason all year, but the Cardinals are the more complete team, and as, as far as the top of the division, when you look at when you put it all together, pitching and hitting. But if the Brewers get any kind of hitting, they they could definitely be dangerous for sure. As we welcome you back into Score Overnight, I'm Mark Rohde on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The Score, great to have you with us here. On uh, opening day, unfortunately, it was a bad Bulls day, bad Bulls night. They got busted by Boston, 117-94, to and just another bad Bulls game for sure. Uh, reading some of your text messages at 312-644-6767. Good morning, Groats and Sean. Still haven't got the audio from March 30th. No good. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame induction to ISU. By the way, Patrick from Gage Park. Well, thank you, Patrick. I appreciate that. I'm starting to wonder, Sean, what this audio is like. This is, you know, there's some golden audio from March 30th. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we need to protect it and delete it because I don't know. It's it's starting to seem like it might be a legal matter here.
0: Well, for, that's for March 30th. I'm trying to remember like what we even talked about. I don't know. <laughs> I, March 30th. I, I know. Hmm. So I, I looked back yesterday. It was it was last Wednesday. So you were on the we were on the air. We were live. It wasn't a best of. But I mean, I, I
1: don't yeah, know. What, I, I just
0: I started to worry today because I thought because he was asking about it last night. And we we and I think maybe he was that, a guest. Maybe he called in. I'm not sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe he maybe he had called in. Well, maybe he could. He's probably listening now. Maybe he could just give us a little idea of what the contents yeah. of the give us a taste. Yeah, just a little taste here. Just make sure that, uh, you know, we're not using us in some legal matter or checking on, you know, accuracy. You better not be fact-checking us. Nobody fact-checks score overnight. That is... That's one of the beautiful parts. That's the only concern about the show being podcasted. Now yeah. people can go
0: back and fact check us. Yeah. something that
1: hasn't happened for twenty years.
0: So that's why. That's immediately why one of the first things going to sit on this show I was like, oh, by the way, I know Robbie Ray plays for the Mariners. Please don't yell at me on Twitter about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It happens,
1: man. It's hard. To, it, it's going to take a few. It takes a right. lot. It takes, a, it takes seeing the entire major league one time through. Like if you're a Cubs fan and seeing them play all of their teams in the in the in in their division, in the East and the West and in the interleague, then you kind of remember where everybody is and is not anymore. That's just the way it goes. It's every year. We all get burned by that, and we'll go through that exercise at some point in time. Three one two six forty four sixty seven, sixty seven. Uh 773. Good morning, Groats and Sean. Uh, oh, that was the same one I just read. Uh, from the 845. I like to see the Bears draft a wide receiver and a defensive back and try for a safety in the later rounds. Not bad. Not bad. You know, I think that we're all on the same page with wide receiver. I think that that is incredibly important that you find somebody else to grow with Darnell Mooney and subsequently grow with Justin Fields. So, yeah, I think that that's – I think it's pretty safe to say the Bears will take a wide receiver in the second round. It's just a matter of what that other second-round pick will be. And like I said, I wanted to see a defensive lineman. I've seen in other mock drafts a lot of offensive linemen. And I actually – and defensive back is not bad. I think I saw a Brad Biggs mock draft yesterday or a couple days ago that he he said defensive back as the as as wide wide receiver and db and they need that so i don't think that there is necessarily a disappointing pick in the second round um and w- what if there's a surprise party what if <laughs> what if polzy goes after a quarterback Or or anywhere in the draft. I think that would be fascinating. That would be, you know, it would really, it would say a lot. And I think it's not a bad move no matter what. Even if you do think Justin Fields is the future and he's a franchise quarterback, we know around here that having more than one quarterback of competence would just be the, the greatest King's luxury the Bears could have. And Trevor Simeon is not going to be a guy that's going to be a starter anytime soon or ever. He's 30 or 31 or whatever. So, you know, that they still could use depth, believe it or not, at, at quarterback. Uh, from the 845, hello, Mark. When does the NFL schedule come out and uh, when and the dates for all that? Rob from New York. The NFL schedule, I don't know that they've actually given the exact date yet, but It'll be released. It'll happen. It's not not it, soon. Late April usually, or maybe even early May. I got to check and see if they have released the date yet. I don't think they have. You know, we know that the season will start on a Thursday night, September eighth, with the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, against whom we don't know. I think that that is to be determined as well um but we kind of know that so i'll look into the to see if they've in the last 24 hours while we were all sleeping if they have named an exact date but i don't believe that that is the case what i can figure out for you though here let me see who what divisions are the bears playing this year okay yeah they Let me make sure this is the right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, The Bears obviously will play all of their divisional opponents, Packers, Lions, Vikings. And they will play the Eagles, Washington, the Bills, the Dolphins, the 49ers, and the Texans. So, you know that, and then away: Packers, Lions, Vikings, Cowboys, Giants, Patriots, Jets, Falcons. So it's just a matter of the the dates and all of that. And I know that's what you're asking for. So it'll uh, when it drops, we will let you know. It'll all come flowing out, and we'll talk about it, and we'll find a way to make the Bears go 17 and 0 this season. That is the the great hope. For, for those Chicago Bears. Um, does Pat Hughes have any opening day rituals? No. You know why? And that's a great question because Pat Hughes is the exact same guy 162 games a year. 162, or how many, game, or how many games he does. Home and road, he is a human being who, from the time he gets up, From the workout to the breakfast to the coffee to the prep to the first pitch, Pat Hughes is – I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) He is a machine. So, no, no opening day rituals that I know of unless something has changed with Pat from the time that I was there. That is, you know, that has not happened. Um, Another one from the A47: will the Cubs win the World Series? It's a great question. Uh, The answer to that is – is no, unfortunately, the Cubs will not win the World Series. But they did win it in 2016.
0: Uh, <laughs> from the two on
1: nine, no one fact-checked less except for all the other score personalities. So, yeah, that's that's kind of true. I mean, I get it. This is the wilderness, you know. Score overnight. It is. You just, you just. There has to be. A different trust between host and listener on the overnight. It is more companion than any part, any day part, and it is a great five-hour canvas. So I'd like you guys to give me that same courtesy that you gave last. Please don't fact-check me. Just don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. I when we when we screw stuff up, I like it actually when you text me because a it shows me that you're listening, that you're on the ball, and that you know you care enough to make sure that we are accurate so it's always always appreciated 312-644-6767 is the number we got bulls talk coming up more baseball talk cubbies tiger woods um got some good audio from bill wennington some strong strong stuff in the post game because there's no other way to be right now than negative about the bulls just because of what they've done and it's getting pretty real right now it's chicago sports radio 670 the score you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news